This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. I always speak first. That's true. You're yeah. the man. I don't... I Well, that's <laughs> what I was afraid. I really don't want it to seem that way. If there's ever a point, and just let me know, you want to say your name first. I feel like, though, we already set the tradition. Right. And now um, I just like to only say my own name and not really have to worry about what you know, what one would might call the homework of the show. Right, exactly. Which is setting the where, the who and the where. We, there's a lot of homework that we do before each of these episodes. Oh my God, just, it, it's Painstaking. insane. I have a protractor out. Listings. Oh, I compass. I don't even know how to use it. I do. I write some things down. I make a perfect circle around them. <laughs> I have ink on my lip and on my cheek because I'm writing so much with an ink pen. When you were a child, mm -hmm. did you look at the compass as a possible weapon? Well, yes, 100%. Like, I always thought some bully was going to jab it into my leg. Because you hear that story, first day of school, sure. someone's going to stick this in your leg. Or a, pen, a pencil. I was always uh, scanning for weapons because my sister and I were constantly physically fighting after school uh, when my mom was at work on the days that my dad worked at the firehouse. Um, really? Like punching and hitting? Yes. Well, it, oh. it would escalate to that. It didn't start out that way, but it would go to that because, you know, we would have a disagreement. I uh, hope you've since patched things up. <laughs> we There's almost no physical hitting anymore at all. Right. No, yeah, we as just adults, don't. We try not to. Off. It tapers off. Attack each other with a hairbrush and as then much. By the time you're elderly and, and sitting in chairs together, you maybe hit each other once a month. Yeah, or light slaps on the wrist. Yes, of course. Uh, My sister and I never, I think because she's six years older and always could uh, take me down. Yeah. And we just got along. I was like her playmate. Yeah, she was... My sister and I were like a year and a half apart. So she really hated me. Of course. From jump. I had blue eyes first. The classic <laughs> McDonald's commercial. Right. That we all related to. We all knew that oppressive older sibling that tried to claim physical attributes as their own and not yep. yours. My sister still to this day says she'll be telling a story and she'll say to me... She'll say, my dad. And yep. then I'm always like, uh-huh. Is course. it the one that's also my dad? You that, fucking lunatic. The, 
that my sister and I do that all the time. <laughs> so my irritating. Mom, and she's your mom too. Anyway, <laughs> it's the, yeah, that's the best. I think that's that's uh, pretty normal. That's classic. There was one time we fought. We would fake fight. I would pretend to be David Banner, hitchhiking to the next town. She'd throw a pillow, which I knew was supposed to be a rock, and then I'd turn to the Hulk. You'd say, please we, don't make me angry with pillows. Exactly. The and old then, line that and David Banner always she'd said. She'd hum the music at the end, and <laughs> yeah. I would walk off as I pretended credits rolled. Nice. That's what the kind of games uh, kids without toys play. 100%. And uh, But one time, she did throw a, a, a dry flower arrangement in a wicker <laughs> basket at me. And because I it went, was 1988? Yes, there's yeah. potpourri everywhere. Yeah. Potpourri and wicker arrangements, and I went downstairs, <laughs> and I had the ability because of surfaced capillaries back then to make my nose bleed, and I actually got made my nose bleed and came back up and said, look what you did. <gasps> and it was dishonest. I've since apologized. Now, when you say surface capillaries, do you mean harshly picking your own nose? I was <laughs> picking my nose in front of the other student's Daily and the occasional, uh, well, I don't even want to get into that. That's just embarrassing. Sometimes I'd eat it. Eat it. The point is, I was a kid, you know, your fifth, fourth, fifth grade. I didn't come here to talk about that. That just made my back sweat to admit. I think you've admitted the, the booger eating on this show before, well, though. I was disgusting then, and I'm disgusting now. Look, I'm just saying Ugh. that your nose was your tool. You pulled it out of me. You you pulled it out of you like a big booger. <laughs> and put it back into me. <laughs> oh, but did your sister fall for nosebleed, or was she like, get out of my room? I don't know that she was that privy to my... It, I really did have surfaced capillate. Like, I would just be sitting there in both nostrils. I was never picking both nostrils. So oh, I, I think see. That I see. That, okay. And I had to get it cauterized. They like stick acid up in your nostril. That same thing happened to my friend Holly, but we used to use it as this great excuse to leave class. So I would be like, could you get a nosebleed? I can't be in here anymore. And then we, she'd be like, oh my God. And then I'd be like, I'm going to go with her. And we'd just both stand in the bathroom for 30 minutes. Do you remember how she triggered it? She had to like violently pick her notes, right? Or did she just hold her breath and shake and then started bleeding. I can't, I can't remember how she'd trigger it. But sometimes she would, well, she, that happened in reality enough times, so she was kind of known as the ble- nosebleed girl. So she just would dramatically throw her head back and put some uh, Kleenex on it and say she was having a nosebleed, she could just leave the room. Nobody's oh. gonna, like, check it. Because she was so popular for getting nosebleeds already? <laughs> she got crowned nosebleed queen sophomore year. It's Oh, that red sash. I always wanted to earn it. <laughs> it kind of dribbles down the front of your dress. <laughs> it's a natural sash. A liquid sash. A liquid blood. <laughs> the only kind of blood, really. Not well, there is powdered blood. <laughs> For movie sets, yes. I'm gonna be started about talking about the industry. Oh no. There the was... scorpion story. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not gonna retell everything I'm gonna talk about today. I've never said before. This is gonna be a fresh day. Just so you know, there's a truck hugging your back bumper and yep. I don't understand why he's being so aggressive. This is it brings it out because there's somebody trying to leave their spot there. Uh, so oh. it brings it out of everybody. Well, he's trying to be nice. Yeah. I there was a science teacher I had in high school that uh, was great, and I realized how great he was. Now, like I would say something funny, and he'd quiet everyone down and have me repeat it just so everyone could hear the joke. Whereas yes. other teachers, I got in trouble. For of course, 
And he had a son who was a sweet boy, but uh, his this dad was this was back when you dissect animals and we just had to cut open a rabbit or something and Ugh. I didn't feel good about it. Of course no one did, but that's just what you were supposed to do and then you draw the guts. Right. Of course they don't do that anymore. No. But his son was would faint whenever he saw blood <laughs> or and his dad was the biology teacher, so I that always that was like if your dad's a football coach and you just can't uh, you know throw a spiral. Do you think that an end zone dance that dad beat the son for being weak? No, because I, he was so intensely into biology. I don't because one summer I was golfing and I uh, I, I I sliced the ball into their house <laughs> and uh, I didn't know where they lived until I hit their house with a ball and they both came out and they were just smiling and seemed very healthy and he has the alarm around him. I'm like, oh, that's nice to see. So the yeah, let's go over that really quick because yeah. that's not healthy. That that they were walking around the house and he had his arm around him. <laughs> They came, they emerged from the house already in like, like, like Ing, Ing and, shoot, I can't remember the Siamese twins' names. Yeah, Ing and Chang. Oh, no, these were a conjoined father and son. Oh, they were. I don't know were. if I mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. One of the so first. It's natural that they would have their arms around each so other. So imagine being a teacher. You're joined at the hip, literally, by your son. <laughs> and then you're doing some, all right, today we're going to see some blood. And then your fainting son is just attached to you. It's so he, It's almost like having a parasitic twin as opposed to a son because they're always passing out. Because it's your job to open up rabbits. Right. So it's kind of like, son, look, how about now? Out, uh, gone, dead. Never getting used to it. So that biology teacher probably had an incredibly strong, what I'm imagining to be his right leg, because yeah. that would be the inside. He, all of his limbs were asymmetrical, right? <laughs> because he had to pull that weight Popeye of that leg, sun. Popeye arm, <laughs> right side, other side, just w withering in the wind, like his arm, limbs were like crepe paper. That's right. Yeah. They, were, they were the same as the dead rabbit's limbs, except for less white hair. What a school you went to. Oh, they were good times. <laughs> Maybe his arm wasn't around him. I don't know. Now, listen. <laughs> they I... seemed happy at home. That was my point. Okay, well, if you <laughs> want to take that surface bullshit and run away back to the your golf course, that's fine. I am especially emotional, as I told you moments ago b before Chris got to my house. I had just finished watching the movie Dunkirk. Which I had mistaken for the Will Smith uh, haphazard superhero. Hancock. Hancock. That different film. Not the same. Um, but I cried bo in both. Yeah, I cried halfway because I'm like, why have I sat through half yeah. of this? Different reasons. Different yeah. reasons. But Dunkirk. Huh? If you haven't seen Dunkirk and you're listening to this podcast... I 1,000% recommend it. It's beautiful. It's meaningful. And uh, I was just in a full sob. You were. And then I had to get up and I was like, fuck, I, now I have to take a shower. I can. You can cry in front of me whenever you want. I think we're that close. I, th I agree. Um, and I think I would. Well, I was because then I was recapping the movie for Chris. Chris was like, I'd like to see it. And I'm like, anyway, they go out and I just spoiled right That's in okay. a row. Seven That's, in a row. My dad does that. My sister does that. You got to <laughs> see this movie. Here's why. And then I <laughs> get the whole storyline on uh, see it through their eyes yeah no they describe camera angles <laughs> I just didn't realize because if you watch the um, Gary Oldman um, 
Winston Churchill movie that he just tinker tinker sinkle <laughs> tickle 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 me almost single file yeah, yeah. okay okay in tinkle me almost single file he does this incredible Winston Churchill impression tinky what is it called tinky winky <laughs> and the little Dunkirk explosion is he wait let's all order about the you guys cops 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 be oh, cool we are done we are done why are we fighting I get drinks like you guys too which she was kind of yelling no at. I don't know <laughs> I'll go inside. I'll go inside. Take care of biz. Time to make another stranger cry. That happened the other you day. there. Who you did, there. Who did you make cry? Oh, is it a good story? It is. A, I know. I'll tell you later. Okay. Because like, you never know. Did you attack a a, uh, like a cashier? I, I, I created a boundary. I stated boundaries with a, a person that comes to a lot of shows that was getting making me feel a little backed against the wall. Oh, okay. And in making those boundaries, she got defensive, and then I kind of wouldn't let myself back down, and then I realized I kind of was hurting her feelings, and then I felt bad for what is going on four days now, but it was something I needed to do because things were getting strange. The end! Okay, got it. Yeah. Now, is there any chance she cried because she had just seen Dunkirk? Because right. it is, I'm telling you, this movie... Is fucking sad. <laughs> Sometimes people cry, and it's I don't. It's okay. I'm okay with crying. Okay. But I. I she wasn't too. crying when I when we first started talking. She was just mad. She didn't walk up sobbing and then confront you about right, something. Right, right, right. <laughs> then I would have I would have felt detached from it. I'd be like, well, that's your thing. You know. Uh, you. I don't know. Hancock. I, I just watched Hancock, and when Will Smith decides to be a superhero again, <laughs> it, I it, cry. It's better than Greatest American Hero. It is. It's better than Condor Man, the lesser known but first movie I ever saw in a theater. Condor Man. Wow. It's a Disney vehicle. Shit, cartoon or live action? It is live action. It is exactly <laughs> like Greatest American Hero. I think it came first, though, and then they stole it. People steal. They do. And then that Greatest American Hero was, of course, a show we all grew up loving. Loving. So did the guy yeah, in the Condor Man, Man have its like a tight blonde perm? Yes, he had the same curly blonde hair. Fuck. So they are, and he had a sidekick that was similar to I. They stole I need it. To see it again because, and it was really cool because his Condor themed car that <laughs> I remember watching it and it would jiggle. Clearly, was made out of like cardboard and stuff, but. It was a Disney film. The bad guys were all in these Porsches. One had a glass eye. Okay. I think James Bond stole that from this movie. And then he would be driving in a... I know I'm not making this up. It was like a rickety <laughs> old van with pots and pans. And that inside was his superhero car. And so when shit went down, he would just drive out of this oh. clunker, like, San Francisco-type <laughs> truck. That sounds like... It was the coolest. And he could fly. He had wings, and they would extend out, and they had hinges. Like, he made his own costume. What, uh, was his handsome. costume red? It was red and orange and mostly yellow. Oh, well, that's Condor straight Man. up. Yes. Greatest American hero. There are so many parallels, and they're coming up right now. I'm starting to get upset. 
about just identity theft or just someone's ideas. Not identity theft. No mm. one's credit cards were stolen. <laughs> uh, just idea theft. All those offshore bank accounts in <laughs> Condor Man's name. Uh, now, is there a way that they could have seen the movie, bought the rights, and produced the television show and thought, hey, you know what name sucks? Condor Man. Right. What if we What if we <laughs> think of a better name? Reaper, call up Nerd Burflair, the guy, <laughs> and he will be a producer since Nerd Burflair is just an old Hollywood name. It's not a real person. And oh, okay. It's just one I've created for stories like this. Got it. Um, good. Anyway, that could be the case. I hope they are affiliated. I hope that there's some connection because I'm realizing right now Condor Man was ripped off by Greatest American Hero. And what a wonderful original. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Yeah, I remember. Of we all break. It was on the radio when I was a kid. That was a hit. They used to, like, TV show theme songs used to be radio top ten hits. And... And if you listen to them, I mean, you know what a big fan I am, and I'm not going to sing it again. Uh, Taurus, now that's an American. <laughs> I, I, I want to sing that on, you know that he, uh, Conan has a 91 Taurus. I want to sing it from the hood of his car on the show as it rotates all shiny. And Why don't you send that idea to... I have. We're working on it. I okay, really okay. want it to happen. Yeah, make it happen. <laughs> Just at the end, I'll do some Joe. I'll do stand-up, and then at the end, there's an homage to your Taurus. Right. And, and you could also... That song is better than most... Like that, I was just going back to, and the the Perfect Strangers theme. All those songs were good. They were radio ready songs. A hundred percent with a the fucking theme to Arthur. Christopher Cross destroyed in that. Christopher Cross, Kenny Loggins. The eighties were all they were were movie themes and TV show themes. It was like Christopher Cross and the fabulous Thunderbirds would. <laughs> With their ain't that tough enough. Uh, Wrap it up, I'll take it. <laughs> it's all the same song with different directives. Ain't that tough enough? <laughs> I, uh, it is tough. Boys are back in town. <laughs> Taurus. <laughs> Taurus. Now those. It's all the It's all the Thunderbirds. And Christopher Cross was. I like his career because he's. It's not that he's a, a homely guy, but he is the most unlikely-looking voice to be coming uh, out of that homely face. Well, I've said it. What no, a, it's true. <laughs> he, I mean, he was... So a, they never let anyone see him. He was a singer-songwriter. Right. He wasn't supposed to be a rock... He wasn't like Rick Springfield or whatever. No, he was a big guy with a tight perm. Yes, but his songs were really fucking good. Beautiful. I love the Arth Arthur's theme in parentheses. Yes. And, the, and then uh, I think it was... <laughs> Moon in New York City? Yeah, some, when you get caught between it. What, Which, it, what part is in parentheses? Because all of I those think, could be... What if it's three sets of phrases? I think the song is called When You Get Caught Between the Moon and New York City, colon, I know it's crazy, but it's true, parentheses, <laughs> Arthur's theme. <laughs> Sammy Colin, not the one with, uh, by that Eng the other English actor. Brackets, the butler dies. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> Sir John Gielgud. Oh, Giels. My oh, father Giel. loved, we saw Arthur in the theater, and every single fucking thing that Gielgud did, my father bark laughed and gave me a true appreciation for dry British wit. Me too. My dad, he he said that's, that he's the best part of the movie. He is the best part of the movie. God, now I think our dads should hang out. They absolutely should. Although, can your dad hear? Yeah, yeah, he hears pretty well. Okay, because yeah. my dad can't hear. 
So he ends up kind of uh, faking that he can hear you and then just talking about what he thinks you're talking about. Right. Yeah, you know what? I do that too. <laughs> I really do. You know what? I really do. I, know I went to a lot of, there was always a place <laughs> I stood at Jay's upstairs, loud punk shows, very loud speakers, yes. not high quality. It wasn't, the speakers weren't filtering. It was just all treble and bass. It was just. And I'd stand in back because I was too shy to mosh. And I am deaf <laughs> from that. Too, too shy to mosh. When I get in there a little, I push a couple people and then I jump a little. Then uh, you'd be like, kidding, kidding, kidding. Kidding. I'm sorry. I'm Joking. sorry. I'm Jokies. just dancing. Didn't mean it. But I am deaf from that. I know it's from that. Or I, just a or just a gift. Uh well no, I think also Walkmans, being from the Walkman generation, which was it was a brand new thing mm -hmm. when I was twelve years old, that you could put headphones on and listen to music personally. Fall asleep and listen to it all night while you sleep as it And that idea like that was the first thing I ever listened to on a Walkman was Diver Down, Van Halen Diver Down. And it was a physical experience. It, that, I couldn't believe what was happening to my brain and body. I love that. That that was that like your first tape, cassette tape. Steve, when you have me in my wallet, sorry. Um, I got money. It was Bridget's. I can't remember Bridget's last name from camp, but we listened to it at camp. Oh, I remember Thank Bridget's you. last name from camp. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was old Bridget Gielgud from Redwood City. <laughs> we went to camp together. Uh, a lot of people don't expect royalty in <laughs> that city. Uh, that's the refreshing part. Also, she that was one of those camp stories where she and I fought the first year. I found her to be a bully and I didn't like her, so I sassed her and we almost got into a fist fight. And then the next year we were good friends. You know what? And now let's see this is a problem. I'm, I I want I have some great stories about Bible, Big Sky Bible Camp, but I think I've told them all. Oh, okay. So I could I could jump on board with camp stories. But let's do it. Friend. I didn't really make any friends. Oh, okay. And that's really what we're talking about. Because it was about. too Bible y? It was they just Day one said, you've got to save your parents and make them religious, otherwise they're going to hell. Yeah. And I was falling asleep hearing, boy, I thought I was getting possessed every night. Oh, I'd never right. been confronted by religious people before in that way, and they scared the hell into me. <laughs> they really did. They are crazy. And my dad showed up, and I was sad and crying, like I just watched Hancock, and he, we drove... A no, while. They, oh, I got a really big one. How embarrassing. Like, I like how they leave a little bit of the... Oh, I'm supposed to say no straws. It's okay. We're not how by the though? beach. Not, not at by, Starbucks. Yeah, not but I do it by the beach. <laughs> do it by the I beach. don't care where a straw ends up as Thanks long so as it's not in a Bye. sea turtle's nostril. Oh, bad news. Oh, this one. They, they, have, a, <laughs> they have a nostril dispensary here. <laughs> in a sea turtle's <laughs> nostril. All, oh, I've watched multiple sea turtle straw nostril videos, and they are never, they never, I mean, they end okay, because they end up pulling it out, and then I cry. Yeah, and they make little turtle yells. They go, ah! <laughs> you know, they have little, they can, they have voices. No. They do a lot. No. Of, no, when you, it's not until you're pulling something out of their nostril, but they'll go, ah! No. Yes. Turtles talk. True. I'm here to let everyone know. Turtles have vocal cords. 
This is the best Pixar movie that needs I'm to be made here right to now. Say that turtles can sing. Meow! Wow! <laughs> Rip it real good. I, I really mm, wish mm, you had gone into. I don't know anything from Diver Down. I know. I was trying to. As I was doing the yow, I was trying to think of one song and I couldn't. So I went into. I said. Whip it real good, sung to the tune of yeah. <laughs> Salt and Peppa's Push It Real Good, like but a the, fucking weirdo. But the yow that's right before <laughs> lingerie second floor. <laughs> yow! <laughs> Yuck-a-cow-cow! That's Aerosmith. <laughs> and Turtles. <laughs> Similar. Uh, so when I lived with Tig, she it seemed like she had one cassette, and it was Aerosmith Pump. Oh no! That has two. She rocked out to it all the time. I'm just happy to hear that you were such a Van Halen head. Mm-hmm. Well, back then you didn't have a choice. You basically listened to the music that the biggest, the scariest person in the room wanted to listen to. Right. So it was a lot of AC, in my world. It was a lot of ACDC. Yep. That's funny. Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. That's how I made the transition from the lighthearted Stand By Me and La Bamba soundtracks to <laughs> deep DRI, Dirty Rotten Imbeciles, yes. and all the songs are about coffins and how they're lonely to be in forever. Yes. <laughs> DRI was a really cool band. One year at camp, again, camp stories, there was a cool boy from camp. I've talked about him before, Chris Johansson, and he was the first punk rocker I met in real life, and he... I had like a DRI shirt that I couldn't stop staring at because I was just like, what band would make a shirt like this? Yeah, what is which is a side view of a man running like a stick figure man, but it's chrome. Right. And uh, yeah, they were, it's a band, it's like right where punk rock and, and thrash metal kind of culminated in those two worlds. Uh, and big with the skateboarders, right? And big with the older kids that intimidatingly make you put down your George Michael faith <laughs> and, pick and pick up, up. <laughs> something from Metal Blade Records. Uh, DR, DRI. I know I've talked about this, but let's just go ahead and just agree that I'm going to repeat myself. Yeah. The don't, same day. Don't get self-conscious about I'm, that. I am. I'm in my head about it. <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out of my head, everyone. Uh, yeah, I bought George Michael Faith and DRI together. And my dad looked, read the back, and he was like, I want your sex. <laughs> I don't know about this George Michael. But the, 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 the what would have been considered devil music was okay. Um, I'm just saying my parents weren't religious. They were not religious. No, and I thank them. No, no. Thank, th- and thank the Lord for that. Thank the Lord. Whoops. Oh, man. Did I, I tell you? Religious. I'm sure I've told you this already, that the first time my dad saw a video from um, on MTV, when he watched, because we watched, from the second MTV started, we watched every minute of it. I was there, yeah. My older sister, yeah. You were there for all video of it. Video killed the radio star, all that stuff. So remember there was a video um, that was by the band The The, and it was... Um, I won't be able to remember the song, but the beaten generation. No, it was whatever the video was. It was um, old footage. It was old like wildlife footage of like elk running through a field, and then someone had done animation on top of the film of sperm. Oh wow! And you know what I mean. It was supposed to be like symbolic of biology or whatever. Yeah. And my dad walked in and was like, "What the hell is this?" And went (laughs) fucking berserk. And we're like, "It's just MTV, Dad." Are you watching my stag art films? (laughs) (laughs) We 
Which one of you got into art school? How'd you get into my bin of art supplies? <laughs> How did you express yourself so cleanly and symbolically here? I I love the the. It I. They're I, good. They are great. I'm gonna go tonight. Everyone, watch yourself. Some Dunkirk and listen to some the the. Uh, we all have homework. Careful of the Dunkirk, though. I still have the feelings. I'm ready. I'm ready to cry. I cry all the time. Cry at the drop of. I cry at the sight of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God that guy didn't have one. On. Oh God, be, there would I would not be dry. Oh, this is where. Remember, right where that guy's riding a bike. That's where we saw a guy wreck on a bike. Yes, remember? that's right. See, who says my memories? leaving someone did i can't <laughs> someone's <call. laughs> gossiping about you and it's affecting you in a real way no i think it's just an air infection the burning hi oh. you almost fell you don't know it but you almost fell you're the ghost of bikers past i'm not gonna make fun of him anymore because we have bad uh, bad history of uh this car driving oh yeah you know bikes attacking us. we have told the story we've lived the story but steven is here with us everybody uh, sorry steven we didn't even introduce you steven um, Hello. ray morris is here to do sound in the car and steven do you know the story of us getting Hello, attacked steven. by a biker uh i don't i don't think i heard that episode but i definitely know that you guys witnessed people spilling out in the past Mm-hmm. A wide variety of biker incidents, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember that one in particular. It just, I, it's kind of my fault. I get, I just get blurty, and it was just <laughs> to make people laugh in the car. Yeah. One time I heckled a John Early show. I'm a big fan of his. I didn't, I, you know, I'm just yelling stuff. Right. right? We're just having out fun. the window. Yeah. But this guy did not. And I understand now, you know, when you're riding on a bike and someone yells anything out the window in a passing car, it's infuriating because it startles you. Yes. And I'm realizing that right now, that it is my fault that he got that angry. But he, and he was on a fixed gear bike, and I said something that's like, uh, yeah, yeah, we get it. You're on a fixed gear bike. I right. can't remember. It was what. very benign. He got very malignant, though. Yes. And he, he had his bike lock, <laughs> and he tried to whack off her. Holy shit. Uh, uh, yeah, he whizzed by, tried to hit her side view mirror, and then just shot into the intersection. And the light was red, yes. as I recall. And yes, he, it was. cars whizzed by him. Like, we almost killed him because he... His anger almost killed yeah, him, but yeah. I brought out the anger, so I almost killed him. But I would if argue that that anger was a bit inappropriate um, for yes. just a blurry... Now, I get what you're saying, but I think there was something already happening there that was probably a, a bit on the crazy side for that reaction. He was listening reaction. to DRI on his Walkman. He was fucking skanking. He was an- he was amped. He was. He was <laughs> listening to Pie Tasters or he some third wave ska. aggro as hell. <laughs> As we all like to call it. He is. He was. He was. He was. Uh, he scared me. And then there's other been other bike incidences, I'm sure. But you know what? Why don't we come to the present now? We're in gorgeous. We are downtown Burbank. It's beautiful. Not a lot of buildings in downtown Burbank. No, everything's one story. There's a lot of like vacuum cleaner stores where mm-hmm. you're like, how does that stay open in this administration? And uh, they're probably <laughs> mostly drug fronts, wouldn't you say? <laughs> how is the current? <laughs> administration not shutting down a lot of these vacuum stores. Let's shut this shit down. Clearly these people are against the government. In my town, we grew up with one store that sold vacuums and and sewing machines. It was Bob's Viking Sewing Vac. I thought his name was Bob Viking, but Viking (laughs) 
popular, as you know, sewing machine company. This is Bob's. Mm. So Bob's Viking. Right. So He's a specific back. brand. I would paint his windows every year. Santa Claus vacuuming. Santa Claus sewing with some of the elves. Uh, every year I went back. That's great. His, uh, his brother was an activist around town. Mm. Um, hurt what does his, that mean? Hurt his back at some point. So he... He was a bactivist? He was a bactivist. <laughs> yeah, bacne. I, uh, <laughs> he was a good man. He just cared about, uh, you know, the environment. Lumbar health? Yeah, back mm-hmm. when it was like, oh, that guy. He's always talking about the environment. What a lunatic. Yeah, but... but the water's slowly rising. Yes, yes. He knew what he was talking about. Now, in, in when Santa Claus on Bob's Viking uh, Vax and sewing machines... Mm-hmm. But not, the, not the title you said, but what I remembered. Yeah. Um, Did I make him muscular? <laughs> yes. Did you do porn con- porn anime Santa? <laughs> yes. I okay. did a version of Santa that was having sex with Marge Simpson. <laughs> oh, Rastafari and Marge Simpson. <laughs> they and Bob and uh, Santa. That is a a place for the wrong people to get creative. Uh, animated porn. I tell you, I used to be racist, on Tumblr. It's, it's uh, dominating. There's lots of... There's a lot. There's some crazy shit. I have stumbled into a world because I used to really... I keep my Tumblr. I was very passionate about it. And it's mostly... Yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. It's mostly... Um, Don't honk and then sit there. Of course it's a fucking Jaguar SUV. Of course You fucking idiot. Let's follow him. Jaguar SUV. Get my bike lock. You... That'd be amazing to take a bike lock <laughs> in another car and try to hit yeah. the mirror off of that Jaguar SUV. He, of course, wouldn't like that it was <laughs> happening, but more than that, he'd be confused as to why I planned on locking up my car later. <laughs> With a bike lock. Mm. It'll never work. <laughs> uh, I love Tumblr. I think you can find really cool art and photography on there. Sure. But then, of course, it's 70% fucking porn, which I realize that's something I've... If you follow certain people, they'll do like amazing pictures of cabins in the fog. Right. And then like seven dick pics where you're like, well, okay. I um, think that it's an innocent admit, admitting that, that that's how you go down your porn wormhole uh, <laughs> is innocent. I, cause I, I just go straight to the porn uh, place and I, you know, I'm, I'm like. Was it, people. but on Tumblr? No, no, I, uh, Tumblr's like this unneeded middleman. You can just type in <laughs> porn.com, basically. Is that true? Yes. And there's video, and it's it's just some stuff that every dumb dude like me likes. And it's right there, you know? And, and there's I no like photography. Like, and you have to, it has to be sprung upon you through <laughs> well, I just Tumblr, didn't, which is... I didn't uh, realize... You're wholesome is what I'm saying. I'm just saying, yeah, girls don't... I don't think we're all as hip to the porn things, but it's so intertwined. Like, it's like people, you can be like, I love the, I love Game of Thrones. Sure. And then also choking. And it just comes up and you just kind of have to like scroll by and ignore. Anyway, I can't but remember usually, why I'm talking about this No, now. but usually in that algorithm, they just factor in without asking the Simpsons also. So yes. it's Game oh. of Thrones, Chokey Simpson porn. That's, I was saying this because this is how I've seen really fucking weird anime that I would have never known people would have wanted to. Right. 
combinations of things animals There's and genitalia a lot of animals. horses glistening chrome <laughs> horses with big bending uh, larger than a horse's penis already is and yeah, we all yeah. know they are big pretty big we've all been to a farm <laughs> Or a fair. A fair, a fair. Some kind. I will not go to any more fairs because I'm tired of all the dicks. <laughs> oh, they line them up <laughs> yeah. and they just let them pee? You just take your pick and there's a fast-talking man there. Sold. <laughs> I wasn't looking for I, this. I don't want to buy one. I this horse dick. <laughs> take it with you. <laughs> it will deep fry it for you. That's what you want. It's the fair. At the fair? Oh, at the fair in Orange County, which you would think wouldn't be, but it is 100% like people come out of the woodwork. Hell yeah. And they, they have deep fried butter, so they take a butter. A pad of butter? Uh, a whole uh, stick. A, a stick. Thank you. It's a stick. <laughs> uh-huh. It's not really though. It's a brick. It, uh-huh. they, they they deep fry a brick of butter. I think they do other stuff to sweeten it. Maybe they stick. I think they put chocolate on it too. But we are talking about eating fried butter. Wait. That's what we're talking about. They got Snickers. You can bring them anything and they'll fry it. But you can ha- bring them a boot. What? <laughs> what is the benefit of eating fried butter? Nothing. Like it, it's not. It only has negative ramifications. Okay, because that's what I thought. But like, it, wouldn't it be super messy and then also kind of like, I tried wouldn't you just it want it was, corn? It was delicious, yeah. Was it? And it shouldn't have been. I took a bite of it and I get. I can't, if something is that indulgent, they did sweeten it. Okay. Let's just say it was sugared butter. Still? And then they fried, yeah, no. I, it's like having 10 cheesecakes and cheesecake is enough, am I right? Uh, girl, I swear to God, I can't stay away from it. Don't turn us into a Kathy cartoon. <laughs> That's one of my favorite kids in the, the kids in the hall sketches when they're all the secretaries and they all like they have cheesecake in their drawers. It's so funny. Um, Does that hold up though? I want to watch kids in the hall because yes. there was a lot of cross dressing and they they did this with their voice. But they they uh, Dave Foley is one of the most realistic women when he plays women in sketches. He was yeah. He's so like when he's somebody's mother and he's just kind of upset. Like he's so real. There's something. There's something to be said for how well his younger face morphed into. A, he just had, you don't know until you put on a wig and some and some eyeliner and stuff. And I'm speaking from experience. My sister used to dress me up in my sure. grandmother's clothes. Um, I think it's normal your when, dead you're, when you're when you're <laughs> alive and watching. Oh no, that was, was a weird childhood. Wait, is this a Tumblr thing also? No, this okay. is something that happened to me. My sister, I was like a doll. To her, and right. I liked being played with, and sure. I, I liked that her all of her friends paid attention to me, so they dressed me up in makeup, and I had a, like Dave Foley, a face conducive for turning into a woman. That's I was true. A very talented young drag kid, but uh, you know, I just never got into the scene, and I don't think <laughs> now my face. And, you know, Dave no. Foley's too. I think he's got a goatee. It's just uh, can't do it anymore. Well, and also, yeah, he doesn't have that uh, young... That guy's car is very farty, and I'm not trying to be adolescent. He... Oh, it's too late. Mm-hmm. You are adolescent. It sounded like this. 
<laughs> he wants you to say that. You're so upset. It's, you're you just are, falling you're into. I'm so upset that I went full <laughs> fart sound effect. Yeah, you went. You did a fart sound effect in the, into the microphone while I was trying to make a great point I about know, Dave. Foley. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, and I'm I just kidding. I, I love it. Where I think I was confusing their cross dressing for. I think Monty Python. For some reason, I thought that was funny when I was a kid, and then I watch it now, and I'm like, oh, it isn't at all. I think it just depends. It's like the mood you're in. It's uh, well, <laughs> also each person. Not everyone's good at it. Right. You know. Yeah. Not but everyone. Like, yeah. John Cleese. Stop doing that. John Cleese, you're too tall. Yes, that's what it is. He's just so tall. Not that women aren't allowed to be tall. Hey. Everybody. <laughs> support the L.A. Sparks. <laughs> 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 uh, now we're driving up into the hills forgot, of Burbank. I forgot they're called the Sparks. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a funny. Ah, uh, uh, God damn it! But yes, I I love Kids in the Hall. It's very. Uh, I went to uh, saw them a live show on my birthday once in Austin, and I was so excited. So good. Um, and now I just probably see them walking down the street, and I'd be like, "Oh, those guys." Those fucking guys. I'm so jaded now. Yeah, that's right. You don't care. What's the What's the last celebrity um, sighting that you've had that was exciting? It's funny. You, everyone's gonna laugh at me, and I, this car is filled with people. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I you're gonna say this car is filled with beetles. I don't know why. <laughs> but the kind of beetles that you you know they laugh from and the click. Yeah, you'd find on a casket. Right. I no B. Uh, I I used to interview people, and I would not get. I get starstruck by skateboarders, which a lot of people might not understand. But I look up to them. They're very talented. Yeah, and, and some chill. Of, but there was one time I interviewed uh, Arsenio Hall, and for some reason I got really nervous, and because <laughs> he was so nice. And to he me was amazing and in gracious. And uh, he kept like hugging me and being, I don't know. He just was, I was like, wow, this is, and I, I got, I guess the point is he just made me nervous in general. Well, he's a true celebrity. His talk show was groundbreaking and he was really fucking hilarious in Coming to America. He was so good. In that movie. America. And Hollywood Shuffle, or what I think that's, was he in a, That was, I think that's Robert Townsend. What's, well, there is a movie where he is, a uh, VHS tape flies out of a VCR and hits him in the face. And it's he may some have of been in that. Yeah. It was, I, I think he, he's just in a great scene. Or what's the gangster one where there's Gatlin guns and... Is it the movie Eddie Life? Murphy's, oh, man. No, that's no, Martin that's Lawrence a, and Eddie Murphy. Oh, God. Mm. Anyway, he's great. He's great. And his hands were just as big as they seemed on TV back in the day. Now, did Very I... long fingers. I'm, we're going to switch to mine now. Sure, of course. Because uh, we can't just keep going on and on about Arsenio Hall. He, his voice... <laughs> Alone, yes. His eyes and his long face, <laughs> like a horse. Um, I was going to say mine is, but now also, now I'm getting insecure because I'm positive I've told you this story on the show, is the time I saw Colin Farrell at the Arclight. Did I tell you about that? No. Okay, so we No, went, I, because I, yeah. Because you would have remembered. Yes, Because he's remembered. amazing. So we're standing at the 
you know, concession stand. Uh And I'm really good at spotting celebrities because they dress like fucking idiots and they dress unlike any other normal person and they pretend they're being normal. So they cannot blend in. So like one time I spotted Giovanni Ribisi coming into a Starbucks because he was wearing white pants and a white shirt like a fucking baker. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, if you don't want people to talk to you or bother you, throw on some jeans and a plaid shirt like every other motherfucker in this town. Yeah, don't dress like the professor. Yes. Stop trying to like Yeah. The only white on white. That's the only white on white I can think of. There's a couple white on whites. There's house painters. There's uh people that take you to the mental hospital. There's so many. But orderlies, yeah. Orderlies, exactly. Thank you. Disorderlies. Great film. Oh God. Don't Um, give me stare at the fat boys. Such good actors. Um but so Colin Farrell rolls up to the concession area. Uh-huh. I spot him from a hundred paces because he is wearing cow. Uh, he's wearing combat boots, really tight jeans, uh, a scarf with a tank top, and then a long woman's seemingly to me woman-esque sweater. Almost like he had put on some of his girlfriend's clothes to right. roll out of the house. And then he had like headbands in his hair. So like a Mickey Rourke type outfit. Yes. Yeah. But he's insanely attractive, of course. Yeah, and yeah. then, like, um, real owlish, like, nerd glasses. Like, he was trying to do a lot of things at one time. Just accessorying up. Yes, and he's, he's like, I'm, I'm a sexy girl, I'm a smart man. I'm... But you're right, maybe he thought, well, if I double up on all these all these accoutrements, maybe no one's, it's gonna take away from the fact that I'm Colin Farrell. Maybe. If this scarf will make me unrecognizable because everyone knows I have a famous neck. Here's the thing though, people in Los Angeles don't wear scarves unless they're on a uh, drama, mm-hmm. a drama on NBC. Right. Like there's no need to wear a scarf unless you have anorexia. Or you're hiding you're, some trach hole. A trach hole that you shouldn't have. A trach hole or you were in some kind of an emergency situation so mm-hmm. I'm going to just jam a pen into your neck because right. you're that kind of star. Right. I mean, <laughs> but for the most part, like, the average person doesn't so do it. You're so famous that you need emergency surgery, like from an episode of MASH. Yes. Where you just need it. You're Does so anyone famous. have a big pen? <laughs> oh, this fucking guy again. <laughs> Did he OD or is he just super famous? He was, I, when he, I think, I don't know what he had been in before, that western where I got stung on the knee. Uh-huh. I told that, but that knew is that would come that's back. my only. Well, that's the <laughs> only time I was sitting next to Colin Farrell. Wait, he times. was in that movie. He was in that movie. What? There was we, a scene. How? Okay, you've told that story. I'm sorry. Four times, I, and you've never mentioned that Colin Farrell was the star. That, and we were on first name basis. He'd say hi. He was trying to get me to say things what? so my pay rate would be. He's like. They said, okay, we need a cowboy to go up and talk to one of the brothel prostitutes. And he was like, <laughs> do it. Go say you want to be that guy. And I'm like, I don't want to be, like, outwardly. He's like, that's how you get speaking role. That's how you get in a union. He was... Is that true? Wait, yeah. And he how? Was, you buried the lead on this story for four years? I'm so years? sorry. I, I just, I think I just got caught up in Scott Kahn. You know, I'm such a fan of uh, James Kahn. And there's his kid, you know? <laughs> you only have and ever mentioned fucking Scott Kahn in this. I have hated this story for so long. Now it's my favorite. Colin Farrell was there. He was so nice. Good. I think he slept with every woman that was there. Good. I would have. We all should. And at the end was on a friend. Ba- he just hugged them all by and there was no hard feelings. 
course not. He's giving every woman generous there. lover. And no, you know, I hope we can be friends. What? He's us uh, Irish? I don't know. I can't remember the He's way he Irish. talked. But yep. we did talk a lot. I just don't remember the voice. He, he kind of talks like this, right? He's yeah, in, yeah. Like he's in a hurry. And he swears a lot. And there was a scene where he threw a bottle against a wall in this bar interaction and I, the glass hit me and I'm like, well, I'm going to be on camera for sure. I was right next to him and then they cut that scene out. What was the I movie? Watched, it's called American Outlaws and it's a long time Kathy Bates was in it, you know, oh. Timothy Dalton. Did you think he slept with Kathy, ba Kathy Bates? He slept with just like the hair and makeup department, the wardrobe oh, oh, oh. people, a lot of the extras. Kind of, he was being the, a bit typical The entire about stunt crew. Wasn't being creative about his love. Two or three of the horses. It wasn't about intellectualism or talent. No, no, necessarily. No. He, that guy, he's just—it's like a radar detector, a, a compass. I don't know. He's just always pointing north, and he well, is aroused. He, if you're in the way, you're getting made love to. Do you know why? Mutually and enjoyable. Here's Sorry. a tip for all the boys. Yes. Look at Colin Farrell's eyebrows. He always has them raised up like a little teepee, meeting together at oh, the yeah. at the center of his head. Should I do that? Yes. It but looks make sure like he's concerned. No, no, it's fine. Don't be concerned about that. I bet he has a lot of wrinkles on his forehead that you haven't noticed. It's a concern. It's a kindness, a concern, a lightness of, oh, I'm thinking, and I'm also, okay. I care. I'm riddled with concern. You think I don't care? Get I, those I, eyebrows up, then, so if that's true. So people don't know that I walk away, I want, I, I'm worried about everyone. No, because you, because, no, your eyebrows are too flat, Liney. Get do him you, up there. Do you think they're not, he had them really thick? I, I feel like yeah. they were, should I uh, dye yeah. them? Get implants, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I do minor wispy, there's missing patches. I one time did a vanilla ice stripe thing and an eyebrow <laughs> and they never go back. <laughs> you have to get eyebrow tattoos I like will. a 70 year old woman. I'm not afraid, I've saved a little money. I've been waiting. Okay. Spend it on something. I mean, that's, I feel like that's a, a lot of guys don't understand that women, Using a lot of women, it's not about like alpha dominance. It's about eyebrows. It's about showing like intense facial weakness mm. and then coming through with the red hot love making later on. Oh, see, that's I mean, that's a, that's a big number too. It, it is actually. I think only he can really handle it because then he's also, you know, he's got a lot of Irish charisma and he's very sexy. I have Irish charisma. Okay. Okay. I mean, fifty percent, I think. <laughs> My sister did the twenty three and me. I got charisma. <laughs> it said it. It came up on a yes. little a little patch. Yes. Irish charisma of charisma. And, and uh, I think uh, there's some English uh, anger and some yes. uh, Norwegian shyness. Nor some Norwegian wood in there. <laughs> <laughs> this car is oh. filled with beetles. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 Oh, once we, oh, once we get to enjoying ourselves, we just become cigarette grandmas. Oh, shit. I got me another one of those camels. Oh, I'm going to go have one up on the Davenport. I'm going to sit on the Chesterfield. My grandmother used to call it a Chesterfield, and I had I did not know what she was talking about for the longest time. I don't know what a Chesterfield is. It's a brand name, just I, like Davenport. What is a hassock? <laughs> No. A hassock is a thing. Let's take a look. Let's take a look on the phone. I think it's a type of footrest. 
Oh, yes, that would make sense. My, I think I my, remember my grandma saying, uh-oh. Get off the hassock? She didn't say, uh-oh, I said, <laughs> I pointed at the light. I, whenever I'm, I'm real bad. Uh, Nervous passenger? Car, I just go, uh-oh, instead of saying, the light is green. <laughs> instead or, of saying, Karen, stop, stop texting and driving. <laughs> it's a haddock. <laughs> that's a that's a fish. It's a, there's a hassock, and I'm looking for it now. You look for it because uh, I can't text and drive. Okay, hassock. Haddock is a cute little fish, though. If anybody wants to go fishing hassock. or. Okay, Karen, I was gonna say I it had is, a, I had a call in there's Farrell. Pictures of hassocks. It's a round foot rest. Oh yeah, I'm like an, it's an ottoman. It's basically an ottoman. Stephen, let's Stephen oh, tell us Colin Farrell. Sorry, sorry. I was gonna say Colin Farrell <laughs> held the door open for me at the arc light. What? Was it the same day I was there? Did he have a scarf on and a headband? Uh, he didn't, I don't, I couldn't, like, he held it and I was so starstruck that I just, I just walked by him and I didn't pay attention. I think he was wearing a scarf though. Wow. I wonder if we were all there at the same day. Did you say thank you or what, what, what happened after Too that? Too shy? I, I'm, I don't recognize celebrities until after I've walked away yeah, and I'm like, course. wait a minute, who is that? And then yeah, it was no. Colin Farrell because he had that, that voice that you, that, that, Quiet, concerned voice. Yes, what are you doing? Fucking go through the door already. Why don't you? Oh, that that's guy. pretty good. Thank you. He does talk like that. Here's it. Here's, it's a little bit like this. You gotta go and tell him I wanna talk. Oh, you wanna get, get a line. You gotta get part of it. You gotta get, get, get fucking a speaking get up there. role. Fucking Don't you understand? You gotta get a speaking role. Don't you understand, understand man? <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm doing uh, Star Trek. Playing on. But the point is that, yeah, there, you do, I do notice after, like the other day at uh, Walgreens, I was in the line. Please waiting. don't drop at Walgreens. Well, that's my pharmacy. It's nearest by. Yeah, you have to go somewhere else. Really? What do they do? They uh, put straws in turtles' nostrils. Yes. Uh, and I told you this. <laughs> no, they do. There was something where a, where a pharmacist um, wouldn't let a woman get her birth control, and then Walgreens stood by the pharmacist. Oh, it's a, just a touch okay, of the sure. that bleed of the Handmaid's Tale, where you're like, "Hey, guess what? Fuck you, Walgreens." I've been watching Handmaid's Tale. It's scary. It, it's now scary. I know what everyone's talking about. Yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah, where they had she had to get a note from the husband to, or and they said, "Well, we're in a relationship," and they're like, "Not a legitimate one," because there are two women. I don't know. It was very. Uh, I'm combining two things. The point is, I saw Harvey Levin. I didn't realize it was him. Who's that? He said, "There's a register over there. No one knows, but it's by the photography people. You don't have to stand in this line." I'm like, "Oh, thanks." little guy and then uh who's harvey like, levin he's the lawyer from tmz <laughs> that sits there oh and drinks. no he drinks. come on well he's a guy <laughs> <laughs> he's a guy and he was like he didn't have to go hey there's a register open over there that's true he was being nice he was trying to just make a human connection because he knows he's not human and yeah he's destroyed <laughs> so many lives and he's really trying he to make is. it up and at Fucking Walgreens. He is really. I mean, he is annoying. I, uh, do you remember when they had like a handsome surfer guy though on there that yeah. was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it was Jennifer Aniston outside of Trader Joe's. <laughs> I gotta go paddle out now. But there, I met that guy at some TMZ part. That someone worked there, and I went to a function and whatever. They were all there, and I didn't know who they were. But he was the coolest, nicest dude ever, and I expected him to be a dumb dumb. No. I, and I am judgmental to handsome people. Well, I think those guys on TMZ, because my friend Rick Mitchell used to work on TMZ mm -hmm. for years and was on camera talent. And he's a hilarious stand-up comic who took that job when that thing started 
I don't think understood the depth and breadth and kind of was like, well then after a while you have a good job, you're on TV, you know what I mean? Like you're making this decision. Sure. You know, I think I think those guys took the hit for basically just trying to keep a job in Hollywood that was Harvey Levin was responsible for. When it's like, it's you never hear people talking massive shit about Harvey Levin. You hear people talking shit about the underlings that were on the show. Or it's like, oh, they all suck. It's like, how about fucking the guy that it was his idea to do this? Right. He's the one that stands outside restaurants and trying to pick off no. drunk yeah. C-list celebrities to right. shame them. Yeah, yeah. Or the, <laughs> yeah. The, the, I know some nice people that are paparazzos. What do you call them? Sure, uh, oh, yeah. Photographers. <laughs> Forced Italian photographers. photographers. Yes, from Italy that are never Italian. Uh, yeah, I, I never get mad at the people on the show, though. Okay, hey, good. Am I making this up, or did he used to do the post interviews on People's Court? I have no idea. Harvey Levin <laughs> would be like, well, we saw it today. What do you feel about the judgment? That's Doug Llewellyn. He was the first. Doug Llewellyn, uh, Rusty, the bailiff, Wapner. That's the old school. Oh, the got it. The new school was... Harvey Levin? Maybe. God. I mean, maybe. I think he, that's where he got his start. Okay. That was his Byron Allen, like... I do interviews for movies. Bam. I'm a lawyer and I could be making plenty of money doing that, but instead I'm going to come to this TV set right. built like a courtroom. I'm right. It, Stephen just handed me this. He did. He Th worked this on People's just Court after impressing a crew member with his legal analysis. Oh. That was 97. So he was just hanging out at the studio trying to impress crew members with legal analysis? He later created Celebrity Justice. Oh. What's Which, that? I don't know, but from 02 to 05, it was sweeping the nation. I wish there was celebrity justice. Then we'd have many more films with Colin Farrell. He, I really didn't know how uh, you in love with It's really an eyebrow thing, huh? Well, I have to say, I, I love Colin Farrell because he's an Irish guy. I like his style. Mm -hmm. I like his, the feel of him. I like the concept of him. I like that he's like a ladies' man. He's un unapologetic, and he's just kind of having a good time. I think that's as it should be. What, but the one I truly, deeply love is Killian Murphy, who oh, is... Yeah, yeah. Peaky Blinders. Well, yeah, you can't. There's nothing I can do to just make my eyes a swimmable blue abyss. <laughs> no, no, and unless you get cheek implants, you just no one can oh. touch Killian Murphy. It's the cra he has the craziest face, and then on top of that, right. he has a woman's face, and right. then he's the one of the most powerful seeming men yes. in terms of just self possession and being fucking rad. And at somehow at 118 pounds. Yeah, yes, I don't, just emaciated. I would have to not only get the... I'd have to suck out the middle of my cheeks and put them up. God, I have a lot of plastic surgery to do. Yeah, you really... You should get on it pretty know. soon. The eyebrow thing, at least, is affordable. You'll be seeing that next episode <laughs> on Do You Need a Ride? <laughs> yeah, don't... Kelly Murphy's more of the... Um, it's more of just a behavioral standard as opposed to a beauty standard. Because I think his... I, I just like to look at him and go, what do your parents look like? It doesn't make sense. Right. Oh, that same thing was with uh, Call when we were on that... <laughs> I call him Call. Yeah, sure. I really think that was his first... Uh, I, I bet any credit prior to American Outlaws is Irish films. I think he had just... He was very young. Should I just keep driving toward this fire truck? Let's... Yeah. It, 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 we're heading right at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my side of the street. He's on the wrong side of the street. Yeah. I mean, I know that we're 
we, they're heroes, but come on. But it's uh, uh, it's been a while since 9-11. You know, yeah, tuck it in. Whoa, the whoa, curve. wait, hold tuck on. Uh-oh. Pause that. Oh, they're just all using an ATM. Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the Glendale Fire Department representing. Wait, are we watching? Are they pretending to be firemen and they're <gasps> robbing that bank? Or are they about to? Are they breaking in so they can strip in there? You can uh, act as calm with those mustaches as you want, but I know what you boys are doing. There's a lot of mustaches and there's a lot of hands on hips over there. Yeah, that's Hi, guys. Very, oh. What's, so what is exactly going on? Because that's. They are breaking in. The, the building's for lease. There's no need they, for them to go in there. They have a tool. Yes. This They're, is... They heard there's money left over from back when it was a U.S. bank. <laughs> they got their tools. That was a heist is what... That was a hot fucking heist. <sighs> well. Well. I don't have to rewatch Heat. <laughs> as I do yearly. Uh, a child on a bike alone. I don't like uh, it. Oh, oh, there's the family. Okay. I mean, she's with her brother, but he. Oh, there they are. It's a family. Okay. Really call. don't like that. <laughs> call. <laughs> no need to call anyone. <laughs> don't call. <sighs> um, wait a second, Stephen. Did you say what your celebrity sighting was? Sorry, Ooh, Stephen. Uh, celebrity sighting. Like a recent, genuinely exciting one. Uh, Other than Colin Farrell at them. Other than yeah. Colin Farrell six years ago. Uh, when we had the same one on the same day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think. I can't... Um... Wait, well, you think I'm going to say mine because in honor of Dunkirk. Yes. And my weep, my overt weeping about the boys I, of Dunkirk. I'm totally comfortable with you, Crave. If you want to cry around me all the time, okay. go ahead. Okay. Um, so... One time, more. When I, <laughs> you just find out, I n- <laughs> you're into like weirdly into crying. <laughs> That'd be awful. One time, uh, when I worked very briefly and uh, against my will at the James Corden show, um, I was sitting in the studio watching rehearsal, and I f- heard somebody walk up and like felt them standing behind me, and. Uh, I was just kind of sitting there and then I turned and looked and it was Harry Styles and so he looked down at me and said hi and I said hi how are you and he said I'm okay I have a cold and then he held up a little brown bag uh-huh. um, which I imagine had some cold medicine in it or he had he literally his little medicine caught a cold in a bag how old is he he's like uh, he's a 15? baby child he's, he's, he's just a tiny child baby he's isn't a he? little baby 19 year old or something he had long hair and he looked tired and i just was like that was very sweet and i'm sure he's so tired of being screamed at yeah everywhere he goes and i of course am a middle-aged lady who's like i couldn't care about you if i tried all day long but god bless you for being chill and then, and now you love him because he was in. Uh, well, now that I've seen Dunkirk and he, he made the ultimate sacrifice and oh, nobody cared. Karen, it's okay. Cry more. More sacrifice. tears. More. You cry. You cry. Uh, you know that's something on Tumblr. <laughs> you know people look up crying on Tumblr for sexual uh, pleasure. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm into tear porn. <laughs> <laughs> Just lightly. No. Oh, you know what? That is a thing. Is it? Mascara. No. <laughs> is it? People like runny mascara because that means the tears are from hardcore sex. No. Yeah. I've seen it. That's... I've seen it. I've specifically gone to it. <laughs> I'm not going to say I stumbled on it. I have seeked it out. 
and I found it out. But from the porn.com. Is that <laughs> there's no website called porn.com. <laughs> I it's something like that. I mean, those people are making a billion dollars. Whoever thought to register that website is a genius. Um, but then if you are looking at runny mascara, mm-hmm. then isn't part of your um part of your deal then that you like that somebody doesn't like the sex they're having and isn't that an issue i think it is i think you're right i think that it's bad it's definitely bad it's like i'm a dominating uh i make, and i don't want to get totally explain it because i think it'll make me too graphic okay but we're already in this we're We're, all we're in it we're in it we might as well start talking about (sighs) it the reason the tear the reason that is the gagging or the tears are being triggered by gag reflex and so that's oh, a blow oh, yes. with the with the and but it's aggressive to the point where it's like <laughs> you're having trouble breathing, huh? Yeah, that makes me feel good about myself. But you cry those tears. <laughs> well, and also I'm assuming incorrectly that the women engaging in that don't enjoy it, which many do. That's Some, it's voluntary oh and and enjoyed. So yes. that's my old fashioned. Um, 1930s Catholicism that says anyone's a victim when actually that's that's another thing I've learned on Tumblr is people like all kinds of things yeah being a victim is something some people enjoy that's part of their that's part of their thing I'm straight from the 1950s I'm (laughs) missionary eye contact hole in a sheet (laughs) Jesus in the room keep him above the mantle follow his eyes you know what you like it's the perfect example is did you see uh, the shape of water the movie Uh, about the girl that fucks the lizard you know and it could have got it really was riding a line where of ridiculousness but I did like it it was good I mean Guillermo that guy knows what he's doing but I think it's because I like him and I imagine him making it. If it was just some Yahoo making a weird fish porn. No, no. He's clearly a passionate filmmaker. It's filled with passion. And he loves his projects. Mm -hmm. But do you remember the scene where Michael, what's his name, is having sex with his wife? And it's very strangely graphic. Oh, Shannon Michael. Yes. Yeah, kind of. It's real weird, and that it reminded me of that that where it's kind of fifties traditional, and yet at the same time seemingly borderline violent and odd. Right. Where you're supposed to watch that and then go, I think there's something wrong with that guy. I think that when I when the first, I think I watched Late at Night. The uh, oh, the first movie I ever saw with sex was like. Clockwork Orange. We had that, and no, I was a kid. And that's like not good. Raping. I know. Yes. I think it permanently damaged. It me. did for sure. My Drew. I almost mentioned the lighthearted aggressiveness of the postman's postman always rings twice or whatever. <laughs> no. But that you know that's just Lane. That. I, yeah, I I was exposed to the wrong things as a child. I think we all were. That's but, the problem with cable television. But no, now but kids now they just go straight to porn.com. <laughs> First thing I bet I you know they sign up for it right after they they entered sixth grade. Yeah, give it to you with your social security card. Here's your here's your free <laughs> membership to porn.org. So horrifying it is. Yeah, I'm just saying I think kids see worse stuff now actually. For sure. Yeah. Then Summer Lovers, the movie where Peter Gallagher and Daryl Hannah go to Greece or for this, their yes, or the Summer of '69 where the boy. Uh, in the 40s, 69? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And he goes to buy condoms. It was so risque. Uh, same with Porky's. Yes. 
where they <laughs> stick their expose their eyes through a giant hole in them. That they it was so lighthearted, Porky's, that they were just peeping through a glory hole. That's right. They were there was so much peeping Tom action in A lot of those camp movies are like, how do I get some free views of naked boobs? That's right. Which actually is uh, usually the first sign of someone who's going to go on to become a rapist or murderer. Right. Or yeah. win a ski race. <laughs> <laughs> or win the dad's ski lodge back yeah. for, for him. Sometimes just seeing some girls shower will make you kill it on dead man's curve. I feel like this is the most graphic sexually we've ever been on Do yep. You Need a Ride? I think a lot of people are maybe... Horrified? Horrified. Or they, it's liberating for them. And maybe we're all being liberated this summer of 69. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I did feel a little nervous when I was graphically explaining why the mascara and the tears. That whole situation. I don't want to go back to it. Right. Well, it, you know, look, but it's, it's not your... Blow, it wasn't your idea. Gaggy blowjob stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There I said it again. I brought it up again. Gaggy blowjob stuff. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, don't mention that on okay. Twitter people. Don't don't make this the title of this episode gaggy blowjob stuff <laughs> no please okay. okay here we go there's my lexus dealership oh guys hi they're waving there's no they really are it's all about customer service there this is what is this is this vehicle row it is vehicle row. I think it is. It's uh, what the, the, the police Glendale. like to call vehicle row. It's it's the Glendale Vehicularia. Um, Difficult oh to say. <laughs> Vehicularia. Difficult like to say and nonsensical to say <laughs> yes. as well. Doesn't really describe anything. How are, how are we doing on time, Stephen? Are we? Uh, like usually, I'm looking at the old ones and twos. Uh, I know you don't have to. You're so free. 108 right now. Oh wow, we're. Sweet. I mean, we're, I, uh, you know, I can't top uh, gaggy blowjob. No, stuff. no, I think yeah, I think it may have maxed it's out there. It's a great and it's a great conclusionary statement. Yes, it is. <laughs> you mean like uh, and the and to all a good night, gaggy blowjob stuff. <laughs> Type of thing? Yes. Yeah. Of course I'm talking about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else? I mean, oh. what other holiday could it be? Everyone has their own personal vision. It's sugar plums. <laughs> and the way they dance. Find your specific sugar plum <laughs> at porn.com. Proud sponsor. We finally Of the have. most sexually explicit podcast. <laughs> You've never heard? You've heard of other sexually explicit podcasts, but not like this one. <laughs> not like this one. Do you need a porn? <laughs> uh. It's actually not... It's not like you do sex jokes in your act. I certainly don't. I have the it's occasional like, one. Yeah, but, but more of a... It's not like a personal story. No. It's not like you're like fucking silly things that I've thought of that I try and pretend were me, but everyone knows it isn't me. The second you give it away, you're like, you know what? Your parents were not jerking off the doorway of your bedroom. Exactly. There's no way. Exactly. There's no <laughs> fucking way. It's impossible. <laughs> it's a funny thing I thought of. You could watch me do sex jokes for a whole hour and you'd learn nothing about my actual genitals. That's right. Which I think is important. Mm -hmm. Like that you keep the veneer, you keep that veil up. Mm -hmm. Because once you let people in all the way to your gaggy blowjob area. Mm -hmm. They will exploit it. They will <laughs> they give an inch. <laughs> 
There's no reason anyone needs to know about that. I prefer everyone to just think I'm sealed up, up front like a Kendall. That's right. Yeah. I think it's easier to deal with you that way. Yep. Just keep everything in its proper place. There's, I never feel more judged than on stage telling a real sex story. Well, my thing is, like I don't want to hear... Roofied. <laughs> That's right. When I tell that, I feel judgment. You're so right. I don't tell it anymore. I'm saving it for some sort of a sex storytelling show. Good, because it's not funny. No, it isn't funny. <laughs> it isn't funny. There's some jokes in it, though. That's You make light of it, but it's right. still a lot to take. It's scary for people to hear. Because also, it's happened to a lot of people. Roofies are fucking crazy and creepy. It was the, it was the weirdest feeling I've ever felt, and I don't know if specifically that's what it was or what. I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to be take more of it <laughs> different types of things this might be where you as like a private detective mm -hmm. just start taking tons of drugs to figure out to help figure out crimes yeah yeah they're drug crimes and that's how i go into deep cover in that's the, right in the drug sex ring yeah yeah just just doing all kinds of horse tranquilizers <laughs> Stepping into G, into K holes and fucking G holes, K, the G through K holes, and then through the end of the alphabet holes. There's a whole alphabet of holes, <laughs> and I'm going through all of them today. Oh no, the D hole! Oh, he's popping pills again. I want your badge on my desk in the morning. You've gone too deep. <clears throat> you got to get out. Um, what are you? What are you, are you just having a summer? What are you, Karen? Are you? You went to. I, oh, I went to Hawaii. Yes. Um, that was great. It was a, gr a vac I didn't realize how bad, very badly I needed a vacation. Yeah. Sometimes you, you think you have depression yep. or you think like for me, I was starting to be angry about every single thing that happened. So you could be like, Karen, I got you this mocha. And I'd be like, what the fuck did you get me a mocha yeah, for? Yeah, it was right. like every single thing. And then you go on vacation and go, oh no, I just have not been on vacation in almost right. three years. I didn't know I needed it either. I, I went to Montana and did not worry about anything. I hiked, I did things outside, I water skied, I golfed, I had no concerns, I was not. And no I realized, email. oh, I haven't had a series of days where I didn't worry about something in a long time. And yeah. then I came home and I was like, well, back to the old Real life. Yeah. Like I was on vacation in Montana, waking up every day at 830, ready to start my day. Yeah. And then I come home and I'm like, oh, I'm going to lay in bed. <laughs> I but know that's bad. Don't yeah. you think what I felt in Hawaii was the air was so clean. I just felt like there was a, the renewal had to do with the fact that this is a very, it's a difficult city to live in aesthetically pollution wise. There's yeah. just all these things that get you down that you don't even realize. Yeah. And when you get away you reset and then you're like you build your strength back up to kind of deal with it and be in it again and yeah. if you don't do that you know what i mean then you're like i just lay on the couch and feel defeated right i do i'm like you i am like you yes and i too had a rejuvenating vacation and i'm ready to Dive back into the mix. I'm ready to kick and punch. With a new, I'm ready. I'm gonna. You're not. You're gonna have to pull me away, screaming. Okay, great. From this show business thing. Good, good, good. We're gonna <laughs> beat show business's ass. Yes. Good. With a bike lock. That's all. I think that's the commitment everyone's looking for from us. Let's shake on it. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, also because <clears throat> we're gonna start putting this podcast out more consistently now that we have. Yes. 
our sound man Steven to help us. Sound man Steven. Sound man Steven in the back seat, which is couldn't be better. I think you're enjoying yourself, right, Steven? Oh, I'm having a blast. Thanks, thanks. He's, you know, Steven's he was looking, looking at his phone. He was looking at pictures <laughs> of another podcast. He was listening to another podcast. <laughs> oh, yes, what do so. good podcasts sound like? <laughs> but now that we don't, we have the comfort and freedom yes. of like, because it used to be that every podcast we recorded, we weren't sure if it was going to work. Right. And there were times where it didn't, and it was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. That, oh, that Lost Tig episode. The Lost Tig episode would have won a Pulitzer. Oh, and uh, and we just have to let it go. Yeah. That's all it was, was a moment it of was, silence <laughs> when I went to listen <laughs> to it. It was a long moment of silence. There was some ticks here oh, and there. We got to have Tick back on. We will. We have a, here's to a new, uh, more consistent... Do you need a ride future? That's right. And we will, because uh, things are going to be changing in the immediate future, we'll also have booking help. So then we can have more consistent, oh, you know, cool. like getting people on and stuff that's, like that. That's cool new news for me to hear. From I you. know. Hooray. Yeah. It's going to be very exciting. We're really getting our act together in 019. Yeah. 019 <laughs> is going to be the year. And so. Get ready for 019, motherfuckers. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No, I, I say I just shocked me at first. Oh, I think actually it's sooner. I think it's eight. It's fall of 18. Really? Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's it's right around the corner. Well, I'm very excited. And so keep listening and, give it, yeah, give us reviews on the old iTunes. That's yes. important, right? Yes. People do. Rate, review, subscribe. Yes. Um, we don't, you know, I, I, and we've talked about this before, because I'm so terrible at, like, cross-promoting and all those things, I've always just, in my mind, kept all my projects separate. Sure, of but, course. But... Oh, goodness. Wow. That's an old man whoa, in the road. Whoa, whoa, He really is still in the road. Oh, no, sir. Oh, he's very sir, much... Sir, 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 oh, sir, sir. Oh, he very... He was uh, seen confused. Did he seem confused I and don't on know. the bike? No, he just was trying to get over to his left turn lane. Oh, God, that was... Uh, that scared yeah, me. Yeah, it there scared me. An and old, they see it. There was another bike interaction. It's always with the bike. It's always with these bikes. You think it's going to be a bird scooter. <laughs> and it's just a classic old man on a bike. He was in the middle of the road and he's What's mumbling. What's a bird scooter? The, the, maybe it's a West Side thing. You, it's an app. It's like Uber. You get on a scooter for a dollar. They go 15 miles an hour. Oh, they're yes. so dangerous. And I didn't know they were called bird scooters. Bird's the brand, I think. They all, yeah, there's just, they're all over the place. And there he goes, putt putting through the intersection. That old guy makes me so nervous. His well, tires are flat. He's going toward cars. It's, it looks like he's aiming for cars as he rides his bike. The guy, the guy in the SUV behind us was very upset by that whole old man on the bike thing angry or no like it he got scared and it bothered him and i think yeah. he was telling his wife about it oh well let's let's bond with him because that's how we felt <laughs> let's See, there's good people in glendale they're okay people they in about glendale. Others. they're fine i really love glendale people do you well no you were just going the other direction so i Got smart. Overly. Which is something we're going to need to start worrying about more. Yes. If people are listening to this podcast and I'm being racist against Armenians, you need to be there to dig me out of that hole. Right, right. And me, I mean, there's way more holes that I create that you have to dig me out of. The K through Zs. <laughs> Y'all, your drug holes. But I'm constantly having to pull you out of. Okay, let's wrap it up. Yes. So it's good to see you again. Expect you too, Chris. Mm -hmm. Expect big things from Do You Need a Ride. Big thing. A lot of promises we're making. Big promises. Today. <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to get all kinds of shit on its feet and really start taking up our space in the car-based yep. podcast 
goddamn right. Regime. We're, you're all gonna be sorry. Oh my god, we're gonna make you each and every one of you pay for caring about us. Thank you. <laughs> You've been listening. Do you need a ride? Oh no, I, now I have to honk oh, at this no, fireman. You're yeah, you're honking at a fireman. Oh shit. E Y N A R. Oh. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we wanna be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We wanna send you off in style. We wanna welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Malcorn. <laughs> Uh, with Karen and Chris.